1: Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC
2: Nation. Yep, it's already that kind of show running around. We're here. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry,
3: don't worry. It's Wednesday. It's 3 o'clock, and you know what that means. Time for Shelly Live with your hostess with the most this. Shelly from Cali on VOCNation.com.
2: Hola, 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 hola. You are listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am your hostess for the mostest, Shelly from Cali. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Dazzling Danielle. Hello, hello. And Minnie the Moocher, the podcast dog. Right now she's not in the mood for talking. She's been in a bad mood today. May has been upset because usually we go outside for a really long time in the morning, but oddly enough, today it's been raining here in SoCal. Yes, very unusual and very windy, like crazy windy. (laughs) It's not unusual for it to rain at any time, even though it's sunny California. Well, our rain is really interesting because... When I heard it was going to rain today, I thought, awesome, all day long, it's going to be rainy, it's going to be a great vibe. I even this morning put on my moody music, listen to Radiohead, some radio indie music, and busted out my beanie, I was going to look for some scarves. Typical Californian, one day that it rains. I think it just rained for a couple hours. I see that video, you're both standing well. Love- Fat face right there. Ooh, you don't why? Do not want me to post that. But it's such a moment. I hate that fat face. Do you want me to just post this part? This is this. Part. Let's see. No, because it's like the whole thing. Here's what happens, guys. Once again, yes, we're over here. Go ahead, put the fat face in. It's fine. <laughs> put the fat, fat face in. in. Put hashtag. Oh <laughs> no. no! People will think you're being mean. Yeah. So. <clears throat> We, uh, it's been a crazy day. I've been shooting and editing since about seven o'clock this morning. So there's that. Then I had to take a little break. I took two breaks today. One to have lunch. And then I had another break where I had to take Danielle to the eyeglass store. <laughs> what is it called? Going an the eyeglass store. Give me a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> the fancy shoot. Punking over here and wants to be as fancy. She thinks she's over here living like an adult. You see, she's over here she wants to be fancy with the monocle. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she had to go to the um, glasses store. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Because it's not the optometrist. That's the doctor. I mean, there is optometrist there, but it is the eyeglasses retailer. It's the glasses store. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's the eye glasses store. You go to get glasses. (laughs) At the glasses store. So we had to go to the glasses store because Danielle lost her damn glasses. It's driving me nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I am not one to lose my glasses. And there's a couple different scenarios. You know that feeling where you drop something and you see it on the corner of your eye and you dismiss it? but you register it, those are the times that you lose things. And when you have those moments, try to stop yourself in those moments and stop and say, hey, something fell, let me pick it up. You know what? It's so interesting you bring that up because I have literally been trying to do that in my life lately because it's like, why do I do that? Like my whole life, it's like I can't be bothered at that moment, but I'll get to it later or I'll remember it's right there. And it's like – what is that about? Like, I know a lot of people can relate. I know this. But it's like, what is that? And it really bothers me. So, when I start thinking about what is it and I get angry, then I get even more angry and I go, just pick it up or put it in the right place or whatever. You know, like, yeah. one thing is when we went to the glasses mm-hmm. store, uh, I put my glasses, or my um, my glasses, my keys, I, I, I put them in different spots in my purse. And the spot that I was consistently putting it at, I think throughout time, like the little zipper part is kind of weird. So, like, I don't want it to fall out, whatever. So, that was like my go to because I have a purse that I typically use all the time because it's black and it goes with everything. And um, in the front, there's three little pouches, which is really awesome when you're a girl they have like little pouches. And I used to, it was so handy to put my. He's there because it's right there in the front. You just unzip it, put it in, zip it up. But I think, like I said, I've had this purse for so long, and it looks really good. You know what? That damn purse, hell yeah. Amazon. It's on my Amazon, uh, com if you want to check it out. But um, it busted until, so, like, I don't use that anymore. because so I've been trying to find new spots. So now on the back of my purse, on the outside, there's a zipper where I have my lip glosses because my lips are always dry, so I'm always trying to get it like, okay, that's where I'm going to put it. But when we got to the store, I put the keys in my pocket. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And I said, no, you know what, why do I do this? I said I was going to always put them in that back spot, you know, mm-hmm. so just do it. And so I did, and I got a little <clears> upset with myself. And it's like, why? Why? Just taking that extra step. <clears throat> but lazy. it takes more steps of not losing things. It drives me nuts about your glasses. Cause I remember, I feel it was the night we took Fred to the emergency room. That last time that we went, um, I had my glasses the next day. Oh, okay. I feel the last time I had my glasses is when I was on the couch and I pulled one of my. I'm gonna stay up until three in the morning. And I was laying down on the couch, and I had my glasses on, and I was kind of drifting off. And I feel the couch area has to be there, but we've looked so many times. We oh. need to take the couch apart then. Or we <laughs> could be left in the little SUV because I could. I think that was looked through this morning. Okay, so I think the couch is the culprit. And it's really frustrating because I thought, oh, maybe I'll come back in a few hours, pick up my glasses, or maybe a day or two. Nope, it's gonna take like a couple of weeks. And I was already starting to get headaches at work, not having them. So, you know, the probably happen. We'll find your glasses. And it's like, damn, now I got two glasses, and I paid for those ones. But now you got two glasses, different colors. That would be great. I am very happy about that because the glasses that I have are from you. Those are like your vibe, your color, and, and I like it because it's a cat eye. But the color that I chose for my glasses is very much me. Because what had happened, and I told Danielle this when we were at the glasses store, <laughs> that um, because the glasses that she ended up picking out are almost to the T, like the ones that I ended up giving her. Now, when I got my eyes checked finally, for those of you that have been tuning into my stuff for a long time, I had talked about, um, what was it, like a year or more ago now, um, how I haven't had my eyes checked in forever. And having these headaches that I get and I wonder if that's a part of it and whatever. So I finally was able to go to the glasses store and um, it was so weird because they told me that I barely need a prescription, but man, it makes a world of difference. I can only imagine how it must be for someone like you who has a way stronger prescription. And correct me if I'm wrong, don't you have two different ones? Well, actually I could wear a monocle (laughs) because (laughs) Back in the day, when I figured out I had eye issues, I was in high school and I have astigmatism in one eye and the other eye is fine. So I was wearing just one contact for a while. And as I got older and I went a few years without wearing glasses, I'm like, oh, look, I don't really need it. And I do need it because I. I can see fine, but when I close my good eye, my bad eye is really the one that struggles. And so what happened over time is my good eye started overworking. And so that made a good prescription. And basically the last time I got an eye exam, they said, your eye is so bad, like we can't correct it. Um, so I think, what did they do? They They did something where they put a prescription in my other eye. I forget exactly what happened. And at first it didn't make sense to me. But when they did the test to, like, put prescriptions in both, or only in one eye, it made everything double. It was crazy. Double Double vision. vision. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It was crazy. I had double vision. So I forget exactly what they said or how it worked, but I do have a good one eye. And... At one point, I was a monocle girl. Do you sleep with your eye, one eye open? Sometimes. Do you grip that pillow tight? <laughs> you look Russian today. you look Russian. Do people ever think you're Russian? Yes. <laughs> Why do you look so Russian? Maybe because I have a hat on. My accessories. Anytime I wear accessories, like on my head. Russian? My Russian sister over here. What's going Last on? Last time you accused me of being Russian is when I had my fur, my faux fur hat. On. Come on, that one you really do. I don't care who you are. That's Russia baby, so I think it's the the hair accessory. Mm. All right, well, hey, there's nothing wrong with looking Russian. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> there was somebody who was one of my exes, and oh, oh, why do you say it like that? Oh, one of my lovers. Of oh like my goodness. Being like Elizabeth Taylor, one of one of the men of my life, or Lucille number two. Yeah, Lucille number two. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're more Lucille too than a Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor has like all these, no judgment, but you know, a lot of men that she married and you know, all this, but uh, Lucille number two, she like, I don't feel like she was being so free, but she was just like, you know, there was different flavors out there. And she was experiencing them, you know, in different <laughs> ways. What she liked. Yeah, exactly. So one of my flavors was um, this, director guy on set, and I used to do background work a lot, and for months, or I would say even a year, I was crushing over him hard, and every time I worked on set, we never said a word to his head, I would stare at him, he'd stare at me, and then one day, because he had his headset, and it said his name on there, I asked the security guard that I had started becoming friendly with, hey, so what's his deal? If he's single, um, do you want me to give your number to him? like, yeah, so... We ended up dating, and he told me that all that time I was in the audience, he thought I was a Russian girl trying to get my green card. Because that's the thing, (laughs) guys. because I know a lot of you listening to this, the whole two people, (laughs) what's going on? But no, for reals, I know a lot of people don't think this is very common, but especially here in L.A., um, and SoCal here and there, but mostly like the L.A. area and the surrounding areas of L.A., (laughs) There's, there's first of all a lot of Russians, and second of all, mail order brides aren't a big deal. It's very normal. For some people are like, oh, it's like yeah, that's what they do. And one of the things that these gals do is they want to come specifically to Los Angeles because they want to be famous, of course, or have the picture taken. <laughs> so, what they do is, um a lot of times when they first come here or whatever, they're still trying to go through the legal, so they're not legal, and that's when they can do background work, uh, audience work, mostly audience work, because background work, sometimes you still need to have um, the proper documents, whether it's driver's license or um, a passport, but audience work, that's where they. there's a lot of Russians, and like, so if you ever watch something and there's like a lot of really... Pretty Russian looking girls and like some kind of audience, that's why. <laughs> and what I just want to back the truck up, beat, beat. So, with this whole story, I myself was doing audience work because at that time I was a broke ass. I was trying to do whatever I could to get money. And I also walked, walked, worked on this show. And I remember seeing this dude and I was like, dude, that is so genial. Why? When I was there without her. <laughs> and then one time we wo- worked the show together. And I told her, I was like, that's what the guy you would go out with. And, like, so it's so crazy because I was in that mix. I just wanted to throw it out there because I always call it. Here's the thing. I don't say I'm going to call something or tell it like it is unless I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about. You know, there's times I'm wrong, and that's fine. But I have a really good track record. That's because the times where maybe I have a thought, but then there's like the doubt in there, I won't say anything. And then time will go by, and I'm like, oh, I'll see. That wasn't the good deal, so I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't say anything. So with this, it's so trippy who this person ended up being, especially at the tail end, because he screwed you over royally. And it's like, I don't know. I called it, and so did one of your coworkers, I believe, to quote them, said, oh, you guys are going to make each other cry. He sure did. It was right when we first started dating, and I was, it was my birthday, and we took pictures together, and I was going to work showing my coworkers these great pictures, and that's exactly what he said, and he was so right. And Correct me if I'm wrong. He didn't say, like, oh, like all he said was, he took the picture, looked at it, shook his head, and said, you're going to make each other cry. Oh, yeah. And he was right, because that relationship uh, kept kind of poking its head in here and there for the last couple years. Pun intended. (laughs) Oh, geez. But anyways, yes, I'm A-OK with people thinking I look Russian. When I was a makeup artist back in my high school days, I had the jet black hair, had my Betty bangs going on. That's what people don't understand about you, Danielle. They just know you from most people online, okay? It's because of me. Fine, mm-hmm. but they know you as being even when you were younger, and they were seeing your, you on my videos and taking pictures and all this. It was still an older view. They don't know young driving around in the Cavalier Danielle <laughs> who has this black hair. And so, like it's it's funny to me because I think people would be very taken aback without to get some photos and like. Well, I've been meaning to. I have. Polaroid cameras. I'm even down if we could do it today. I don't know if that's too ambitious of me. Ambitious, but I have two Polaroid cameras that I have not developed the film, and I know they're really old, and I'm really curious to see. And Polaroid film. Polaroid film comes right. I mean, out. not Polaroid. Um, see, look at that. <laughs> um, I have disposable cameras oh I see yeah my bad disposable cameras Ooh, you never know we got to definitely get that done. yeah and one of the things that I think might be on there is there's an artist um that he he was well known to me because I was into indie music and he started expanding and I was a really big fan of him and back in the day when I had no credit and I got a credit card and I went crazy I would always buy two tickets to concerts that I wanted to go to. The minute that the tickets got on sale, I would buy two tickets. So I got tickets to a show. I just found out maybe less than a year ago that he died. And so I remember taking pictures of him. And I have never seen those pictures. So I think one of those pictures is on one of those disposable cameras. I'm just tripping out because <clears throat> as you were saying this, and I was listening, of course, I was going on Twitter because I wanted to see if anyone interacted with who's gonna listen to so see if the two see if the two people who tune into our show every week, thank you for that. Uh, are listening or not. And so when you said the thing about your credit card on my phone, it was already there. So it wasn't one of those creepy like, Oh, you just said it and it popped up. It was already there because my my thing hadn't refreshed yet. And it was about a credit card. And then I refreshed it because then I was like, oh, that's just a coincidence because it wasn't refreshed. So that's why it's there. Like, she just said it right now. It would have been creepy if it was refreshed, and then there it was. And then my friend, Cody Hancock, show, shout out to Cody, one of my favorite people that I worked with in the ring. He was part of the following when I was in um, FSW. He he tweeted this. <clears throat> I'm thinking this is lyric. The world lies hidden from the truth inside a twisted dream. This war has no heroes. Everyone has this everyone will have defeat. The F and Planet won't agree with the victims of Maul. All you comic book shitheads will fall. And then there was this picture and it's from FSW Wrestling. But the reason why it tripped me out for what you were saying is you talked about that guy and you said when you know, you found out he passed away, Yeah, he put hashtag sudden death. And so Whoa. in my mind, it was crazy and yeah. I'm listening to you. And then it's like, oh, no big deal. The credit card thing, it's, it was just not refreshed. And then right when I refresh it and you said, and then I found out that he died, I looked down and look, it's like sudden death. And I was like, Whoa. what the heck is going on? Uh, this artist had a very... I don't know the details of the death, but it seems very suspicious to me. And he was still young. Well, we'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. But, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, you guys, oh, my gosh, you know what we're going to do today? So going back to, like, I have a crazy day, I'm very behind in my content because over the weekend, as some of you may have known or may not, maybe you didn't watch my videos. Why haven't you been watching my videos? Um... I didn't feel well over the weekend and it sucked because we had a couple of adventures and it was like mid adventure is when I started not feeling well. And it sucked whatever. I've been feeling better. Um, every day I've been feeling better since like then, whatever, but it really put me back on my content. So last night I shot some stuff. Today I'm shooting some stuff. And, um, one of the things that I wanted to do today was I wanted to shoot, a Wine Wednesday video because Danielle and I used to do Wine Wednesday videos and we would do a wine tasting as some of you may remember. We used to do them on Periscope sometimes. We did them live. We did it on YouTube live a couple times and then I just started putting them on my YouTube channel. So I was like, let's do it. Let's bring it back. It's fun, you know, whatever. It gets Danielle to creating more which is good for her. And then time was just passing by and said, you know what? why don't we just do a wine tasting on Shelly Live? Like, why the hell not? It helps me out on my timing and everything I need to do today. So I'm going to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, we're not only going to go and do a live with you guys here on VOC Nation, Shelly Live, um, a wine tasting, but I'm going to be recording it, and I'm going to be posting it. Um, probably to my YouTube channel, maybe tomorrow or so, or something like that. So there there will be video of that, so stay tuned. But um, we'll go to a break, and when we come back, we'll be doing some wine tasting.
1: Hey, this is a Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the
0: VOC Nation. You don't miss out.
3: Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9.
4: Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and know, Ray are there, too. Right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Was I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't
3: get pregnant. get pregnant either.
4: Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous.
3: We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there.
4: In the room.
3: 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah,
1: see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, sir. you
4: guys are busting me
1: up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
3: Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We 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 Become Ghosts and and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grave. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it.
1: Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, Knobs nah, i you're getting to you get Nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mother. Get ready, nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Oh, welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. This, this, we ha- we tried our best. Oh. <laughs> and the drinking hasn't even started. I know. Hold on. We're trying to get our shot right here. Hold on. Let's okay, stand right there. Okay. I, I My lipstick's not on. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> Maybe... Um, this is what we're going to do. Hold on. Maybe we should... Push. Back. <laughs> <laughs> look This is what happens. This is why... You know what? Creating, there's a lot that comes with it. There is a lot. There's just so much that comes with it. Oh, my goodness. Here, okay. talks, Okay, so <clears throat> Shelly is getting everything set up. I think the further she goes away, the more I will disappear, though. Sorry. No, no. See? Oh, look at that. <laughs> Let's do it like that. No, see? you come over oh. here. Oh. You guys will have to wait to see. I won't even edit any of this. <laughs> be a little awkward because, like, the the microphone's there, but I think it'll be all right. Can't you go get some heels on or something? Why are you so short? That's how God made me. I know. He did. <laughs> and you know what? God love you. <laughs> Who doesn't love petite gals, right? But when you're trying to get your camera shot, this is just a little annoying. But anyways, welcome back, you guys. Um, we're going to do this wine tasting here. My back is... Tw- I forgot I was even recording right now. So... what on, maybe for now? This is C one. It's called the Immortal Ven. It's an old Zinfandel. It is fourteen point two percent, which is very heavy and um, the alcohol range there. I'm letting it breathe a little bit while I vamp while Danielle Get your damn nails <laughs> on. You're messing it up? so today I while we wait for Danielle. Today I posted a bunch of stuff, in a whole week, oh my gosh, today's just Wednesday, so in the last few days I've been posting so much for my secret society, if you are part of my secret society, I highly recommend that you go over to the site, which is one you're part of, whether it's the OnlyFans or the Patreon or on my official site, and check out all the stuff I've been putting on there. Uh, it's been fun. I've just been shooting a lot of different kinds of things different kinds of vibes and using different techniques when I'm editing the photos. So I'm real excited about that. Yeah, those are some good shoes to be putting on there. They're huge. They're huge. huge, huge. Not my listing. Don't mind me. No. Well, here's the thing the camera, people watching don't mind, but it's probably people listening. So you got to do this thing right here. So, if you kind of just put your elbow on the other side and you lean in, then the microphone can get you. You see? Hi. You see what we're doing there? <laughs> All right. So, let's get into this Immortal yeah. then. So, you don't want to start with the blue? Oh, let's do it. Okay. So, this is Danielle. Danny's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was very intrigued. I don't know if this is a gimmick. We are looking at a uh, Blanc de Blue. And it is a champagne that is blue. Yes. It is blue. It's a pretty blue, too. It is really pretty. So, I don't know if it's going to have, like, a sugary taste right. to it. Or if it's just blue. If it's just blue. Sometimes you're just blue. That's it. I'm blue a lot. Look at the pretty. It is pretty, a pretty... Will it come off the camera there? I can't even. Like, I feel like it's not even doing it justice. It's like little stars oh, and it's like twinkling and it's really cute on the wrapping. Well, I think they're going for a visual appeal on many different levels. Right. So let's see if it tastes good. It's a Brute, which we like a Brute. Sustation. Or it's dry. But yeah, it's the stars. are so pretty. I don't want to mess up this bottle. I know, but you have to open and it. It, it says, it's something blue in your magical moment. Ooh. Okay. Magical. Right. <laughs> it's magical. Oh, don't shoot my eye out. It looks like it's like no, you have to like do it like a champagne, isn't it? Well, I'm just trying to open the thing here. Yeah, let me do it because I don't want to mess up my nails, even though I can glue them back on. It's too much of a hassle. I know. Tell me about it. Look, like I'm as tall as you with these heels. How tall are these? These, like, probably what I know, like five inches. I love those heels, but they're uncomfortable. So but I yeah, they really hurt there. my feet. They're good for shoots, though, mm-hmm. but even then, they hurt your feet. Yeah trying to get this open here there and not go. mess up the thing so much. No, because we want to keep it pretty. <laughs> All right, here goes. Oh, don't get me. <laughs> All right, what's going on here? Um. Okay, so the bottle um has a brown, maybe that's tip. why I found this. The tip is brown. We, I mean, we saw it was blue and the tip came on brown. There's a lot going on. A lot of color here. it. Um, what's going on? here? Hold on. Gosh, don't point it at me, though. That's what she said. <laughs> don't point <laughs> thing at me. Do they not want me to drink this? Use your teeth. <laughs> no. No, don't make me laugh. Make me weak. You know, when you laugh, you can at get that ugly shot. Oh. <laughs> How do you open this? Hold on. Let me get oven minute. <laughs> wow, what if you're really feeling blue and it's like, you're so depressed and all you want is your blue champagne. You can't yeah, even God. open it. Get <laughs> it. And you're so defeated about life as it is. There we go. Oh, okay. oh my goodness. It's a twister. It's a... <laughs> twister. <laughs> Look. People listening on VOC Nation right now, you definitely <laughs> gotta check out this video because it's recording all of this. And I'm just gonna not even edit it. I'm gonna let it, all these ugly shots and all. Yeah, it's not the most complimenting shot. Well, when you do it this way, but you just gotta gonna go like this. It's like we need the microphone to be here. Huh? But I don't know how that happens. Mm. Because you know we are live right here, yeah, Shelley live on are, VOC. We Nation. got a lot going on. Right now. Lots going on. Okay, let's let's give her a try. How do you know it's not a boy? It's blue. You know what? Two shakes. <laughs> hmm. I don't like the way it smells. Oh no! Don't tell me that. No. <laughs> Everybody will tell you that. Nice little taste for. Little taste for. All right. Let's see. After all that work. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see what happens. Oh, we gotta do over here. That's- Ooh. Let me take another sip. I just hate the way it smells. That's because I can't get it. I don't like that. It tastes just like champagne. I don't taste any... With some blue, blue, blue coloring, <laughs> coloring. So that they can jack the price the up. The smell, though, is... I hate the it's less. not very pleasant. I want to throw up when I smell it. But when I taste it, it doesn't taste like it smells. I don't. You know what it smells what? like? What? It smells like when you're working on set and you make fake cocktails. It's blue cool colouring. That's why. <laughs> it's a gimmick, you guys. Here, yeah, we can have that. Well, okay. I don't want any part of that. All right. It's one of those things where it's like I would if it was there. I don't know. That smell I can't get you know how I'm about smell. Yeah. I'm yeah. worried about smells. You know that song from the night I'm blue, I'm, I'm, blue, a, I'm, I'm a D Well. I, I would I would myself if I had to, but if I had a choice. Meh. I was very excited about this. I know. I'm going to get us two other glasses. Okay. Oh, wow. I have to get a whole new glass. No, because you know, the date. Yeah. Well, I was kind of hoping it would have some kind of berry flavor or something. It's fine. I'll just make my own. Just like. St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and we always do champagne with green food coloring. Here you go. All right. All right. So, next we're going to do the Immortals End. Now, for me, hold on, let me. So, for me, it's one of those things where I've been having so much trouble sleeping at night because all I do is think about Fred. And then when I think about Fred, I start thinking about death, and then I start thinking about my own mortality and then other people's mortality. It's a whole SN thing, and it's very exhausting because the end result is, is I don't get sleep. I thought it was Friday like 10 times today. I thought it was Friday, and I did a blog for my super society today, and in it I said, Oh, um, Frisky Friday video, Happy Wine Wednesday, what the F? It's because I'm exhausted. So when I saw this, the immortal then, I thought maybe that would be a good one for me, since mortality is an effing with me, maybe. Well, at least you're embracing it. That's the best thing. You know, when you have a fear of height, you go rock climbing. Fear of death. you drinking mortal then. Yeah, I mean, that seems like the less extreme way to um, deal with it. It smells strong. Just... What are you doing there? Doing a little wine-nature. wine Wednesday? Why not, do? While you do that, I'm going to pray real quick. Wine Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess already I'm a no on that one. It's not a no no, though. It's not like it tastes like Chardonnay or anything like that. That would have sucked. But you know what? Here's the thing I've learned when I've done wine tastings, like at places, they will pour some chard. And I will end up saying that's pretty good. It tastes like flat champagne. As long as it tastes like flat champagne, I'm good with white wine. White Twine. White twine. twine. All right, here we go. Cheers. Oh, and to the listeners. The last one we had is I felt it like, ooh, oh, yeah. this goes good with some cheese. And yeah. nice cheese board. It's smooth, it's like a heavy like feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think so. It's like really, it almost tastes like a blend. Yeah, it does, huh? And you know what? Going back to the blue champagne, I think part of the wine experience is the aroma. So if you had a little card that had a little chart with numbers saying, okay, from one to five taste, one to five aromas. You have to factor that in. I would put zero for aroma. Mm, Wow, that's really that's because it made me want to throw up, and like like I'm not trying to drink. If I throw up because I have too much wine, that's one thing. But I don't want to throw up because I smell the wine. There was a time there was a liquor store that we go to all the time, and like they got good prices on a lot of things that I get there, but their wine. Twice I've gotten bad bottles of wine. And there was one time there's this wine called Vampire Wine. And no, it's not just because I'm a vampire. I like it. It's really effing good. Mm-hmm. So it makes me excited that it's called Vampire Wine. And talk about gimmicks. They even have a little topper. It has a little case that you put on top of it. Aww, so it's like a little cute. wine and then like the little Dracula case. So um, I was so excited that they have Vampire Wine. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you never see Vampire Wine. I came home, I, rec- I put it on my YouTube channel, I'll link it below um, for the people that are watching this, but um, <clears throat> I came home, I was so excited, I poured that wine out into the cork, uh, and um, it smelled bad immediately, I was oh. like, oh no, and then I smelled the cork, and I almost threw up, and I was like, no, and then I smelled it again, and I was like, no dude, this is rot. Yeah. it's worse than rotten wine. Yeah, and what happens is the cork. It's an issue with the cork, and sometimes you just can't avoid it, and it's random. So, unfortunately, our air gets in there. It's it's, wine is very delicate. I know. That's why I like it so much, because I can relate to wine in that sense. So, I'm going to go ahead and give this wine. What is it called? Oh, yeah, the Immortal Vem. Immortal Zen. I'm going to give it... Four and a half star. I'll see. I have to drink, like, more of it to tell you if I give it five or not. It depends. Because okay. like, something is, I don't know what this is, but there's mm-hmm. times I'll have a wine and I think I like it. But then when I have, like, my second glass, I'm like, I guess I don't really like this after all. Oh. Which is, I don't know what that is. Maybe you just, like, excited the first one and then they just can't stomach the other? It's just like, mmm, tastes kind of like. Watery or something that always happens to me at Universal. Oh, watery, yeah. I can see that. Like at first, I'm like, oh, this is great, yeah. And then I get to my second laugh, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this after all. Maybe I don't like it. Well, hopefully that's not the experience that you have with the flying. Me too, because I would like to revisit this um Immortal Van with some cheese. We've got it at Bevmo. If you were a club member at Bevmo, which is free to be a club member. It came out to, like, $13 and change, so, and I am always searching for wines that I can do these little sissy pours right here, like this, but, like, maybe refill it, like, four or five times, and then I'm, like, really tipsy. I like that. Yeah, like, wine tasting. Yeah, the wine tasting portion, but Mm -hmm. I want it, like, four or five times, and then feel tipsy, and it's, like, that's what I look for. Yeah, that's a good feeling. It's better on the body. All around. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I'm still sipping on it. That's why, like, I'm trying to think of, like, wines that do this so that if I have to spend extra on it instead of spending, like, anywhere from 5 to $10, which is usually what I'll spend on wine. Well, if something's 15 16 maybe even $20, but, like, let's say I have a bottle and then it lasts me, like, two days of drinking if you go to a bar, that's only ten dollars for, you know, two days of drinking it. Oh yeah, a glass of wine can be twelve dollars and up. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I was searching for. The hard sh. So it sounds like Sipah. I sounds like you want like a Pinot Noir. No, but I love Zinfandel so much. Well, yeah. I used to love. I used to think I loved Merlot until I was introduced more to more Zinfandel. Mm -hmm. and then that's when I was like whoa I love the Zinfandel but um I guess what it is too is like with my health issues that I have and always feeling sick and stuff like I just want something that's going to get me buzzed but I don't have to put drink too much of it
5: and Mm -hmm. I'm a
2: good candidate for drinking that way because Mm -hmm. I love tartness and bitterness so a lot of wines that are like 14.5 and up in alcohol content tend to have more of a bitter tart notes in it yeah and I like that like I don't care for sweet like I like a splash of sweet like if you give me some kind of champagne that's like you know sweetened up some like strawberry champagne and it's like oh okay but other than that it's like no yeah like I took you to a wine place nearby that I fell in love with, mm-hmm. and they gave us that raspberry wine. But it was our champagne, but it was mostly normal champagne, and then they just put a little bit of the raspberry. And that's what I thought this blue champagne would be, with the little blueberry. Maybe we should do our own concoction. Get some extra dry champagne, and then add like a little blueberry. I think that'd be really nice. Yeah, I think so too. All right, well, what do you give? I like this. Oh, this how about this? Sister, huh? I give this one four and a half clinks. Oh, I like that. You know what? I'm feeling pretty good right now, and I've just been taking a few sips. It's nice. It's settling down. Um, it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm really feeling it. I could it may be potentially seeming a little watery, like how you're saying, like when you said that, that kind of click. But maybe it's just like the smoothness of it, because sometimes I do like a wine that has like a strong finish that kind of sticks with you for a minute. Yeah. Sometimes I like really smooth wine, especially if I know that I'm in an environment where I'm going to be drinking wine for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just at home going to have some wine with a meal, I might want something a little heavier finish. Right. So... I think I need to sit with this a little longer, but so far, so good. I, I can, So far, how many clinks do you give it? I would give four clinks. All right, there you four go. Four clinks, I don't see why I could give it any less than that. It's It does what it's supposed to do. It's 14.5%, um, and it's pretty smooth for that. Yeah. So I appreciate it. All right, well, there you have it. So we are going to go to another little break ski here. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about something that I'm very passionate about. And what is that? You guessed it. 90 Day Fiance. We'll be right back.
5: This is Lance Storm,
1: and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide.
5: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Rednick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Addon, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more.
2: This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking.
4: Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network.
1: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. Before we talk about 90 Day Fiance, we are going to do a little something-something that Danielle wanted to do. Absolutely. And I was like, you know what? While we have the camera rolling, let's do it. So, um, yeah, let's get her going. So, before I bust out the goodies, I know it's not those kind of goodies. Um, Shelly's birthday. So, February was a rough month in this household. Lots of ups and downs, but one of the goods was Shelly's birthday. And on February 3rd, was it February? Yeah, it was. And Shelly's birthday is February 9th. Um, on the 3rd, I ordered Shelly a birthday present a custom birthday present and it said that it was going to take maybe like three to five days. And I said, okay, if it goes past your birthday a little bit, it's always fun to get a birthday present a few days after your birthday, especially if you have your birthday weekend, it's a whole week of celebration. So a week passed, it didn't come. Two weeks, it didn't come. Three weeks, four weeks. Finally, yesterday, her present came. So I thought it'd be really fun to open it up today. Let's do it. All right. Let me hold it. Oh, wow. Look at that. It's so freaking awesome. Handmade? from Nancy Fruit. She has a company called Fancy Fruit. She's a tiki um, artist who does headpieces, like really incredible headpieces. Oh my goodness! Look at this! Danielle, that is so awesome. Thank you so freaking much. I'm going to put this on right now. Yeah, so um, for the people listening, <laughs> um, basically Shelly really got me into tiki and we've gone to some events and because of that i started following some people that are in the industry the tiki scene and there's this woman that i started following um her name is nancy and she hand makes different head pieces like she'll do a full-on head piece that's like hundreds of dollars or she'll do like small little pieces like with flowers um she's into horror so she'll do little shots of horror and the little flower and then she also does um Creature from the Black Lagoon, and just a fun thing. So what I got Shelly is they look like little Mickey ears, and they have the little green monster on them, and then um, a flower that has a little peeking man with ruby eyes. And since it was delayed, she said she wrote me a handwritten letter saying, sorry for the delay, I added a little something extra for you because of it. So I'm keeping it for myself, so I will unveil that. Yeah, Look at how pretty this is. Ooh, that is so cute. Like a little purple flower with some green. That is really pretty. You guys check her out. Fancy fruit. Get your fancy fruit on. Yeah. Yay, I'm glad you like it. I was like, is this ever going to (laughs) come? No, this is freaking awesome. I love it. Yay, thank you. Yeah, happy belated birthday. (laughs) It was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. And I definitely want to order from her again because she has some really cool stuff. I was going to get you something really, really awesome, but it was really, really expensive. (laughs) So I thought, you know what, I can get one expensive thing or I can get two moderately priced things. And, you know, more is more. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, we're going to change location, so we'll be right back. So after this break, we're <laughs> after this break, we're going to go and talk about 90 Day Fiance. And you know what? I promise you, for the people rolling their eyes because it be boring, it is tied all into wrestling. Okay, so just bear with me and stay tuned. Good evening.
3: This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rat, 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 Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. And subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today.
5: VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro.
2: Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square.
1: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation, baby. (laughs) <laughs> it's that immortal alright so it, it's doing its job <laughs> but I was already feeling pretty okay I, you know why because I'm delirious yeah. because I if we do that, that's what happens especially when you would go on your no sleeping for days here's the thing you guys I stand by this I don't do it anymore but there was a time in my life that I don't take this back When I felt like I was in a rut or I needed to do some soul searching or I needed to make some changes in my life and I wasn't quite sure what, I would go on a sleep fast. And, dude, I figured things out. Just saying. I'd get crazy towards the end, but I figured it out. Wow. I know. Sometimes that's what you got to do. We all go a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. And the thing is, is... um, I think what it does is it pushes you to your limit. So it puts you in survival mode and thinking. That's my opinion. Yeah. So instead of having all these distractions and overthinking, it's like you literally just have to give in to your instincts. Like how my instincts are telling me that today is freaking Friday, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But you know what? It kind of is in a way to me Friday mm-hmm. because on Sunday, as you know, Danielle, mm-hmm. camera girl, extorted there for hire for SoCal area. And um, we're going to have a Secret Society shoot. My amiga Denise, Dynamite Denise, is going to come by and we're going to shoot some stuff. Um, Not just for my clip store and whatnot, but um, I have some Secret Society orders for her as well, which is awesome. So to me, it's like I don't want – I want to feel good when I shoot. And so I told myself, okay. I know I'm going to do Wine Wednesday. Mm-hmm. First of all, I said, I know I want margaritas for Taco Tuesday. So yesterday, that was my whole thing, get to freaking Taco Tuesday, margaritas, and tacos. And I did, and I loved it. So then I knew that today was Wine Wednesday. I have a lot of podcasting to do, blah, blah, blah. And so it's kind of is my Friday because how I would normally treat a Friday is kind of how I'm treating it, like we're going to have pasta to so eat tonight for dinner. So it's like you know my Friday because Friday's too close to Sunday. You see the real Friday, the real Friday. <laughs> and I want to see, I want to kind of just like get rid, rid of some water weight, mm-hmm. cleanse myself out a little bit. So immortally enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. Well, especially when you're gonna dive into ninety days. Mm-hmm. That's the best time. Oh, I missing it. But here's the thing, I talked about this recently, I think, oh, it was on my smoking session with Stoner Jesus, which by the way, you guys, every Wednesday we record it, so if you want to be a part of it, go to ShellySJSmokeOut.com, and uh, if you join via the Patreon, there's different levels there that you can join, one of them is just, the first level is just hearing the podcast. And then I think the second one is you can watch it. And then the third one is you can be in the smoking session with us. It's a lot of fun. Big time Brian shows up a lot. It's great. And Jesse Kay. Um, so anyways, when I was talking about Big Edge, because I was talking about how I'm a hater on him because of his cameo money and he sucks as a person. And I'm not saying that to be a bitch. It's like, dude, what you put out there is really crappy behavior. And I went into detail about how I just couldn't with him because, A, he reminded me of a lot of photographers that I've dealt with, especially when I was younger in my career, that, like, just they play those games and whatever because they know that they're, like, mid-level photographers. So they got to get the girls when they're in a certain part of their career because then when time goes on, these girls wind up and they don't shoot with them anymore. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's why they always have pictures of people who, like, maybe went off and did some really cool things and was like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, because your mid-level. So that triggers that. And then, of course, he goes, as you know, to get a girlfriend in the Philippines, which if you are going to act like, oh, you better not be using me, then, dude, why can't you get, like go on a dating site for someone that's, like, at least in Southern California, he lives in San Diego, like, somewhere, even if it's LA, like, if you, like, are afraid, you don't want to get too close, you want to see whatever, like... Ew, you know what you're doing. Get the f out of here. Yeah. Well, with the dating websites, it's like you kind of need the other person to be attracted to you. With the other website, it needs to be clear that oh, I'm going to be a sugar daddy kind of thing. But the thing is that that's fine. Going back to earlier, when we we're talking about those Russian girls. It happened especially here in California. And probably also now after watching that before the ninety days in Vegas, I feel like there's that presence there as well. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So, Las Vegas is kind of like it's like, like L.A.'s crazy cousin. Like, yeah, a, sure. You know is. what I mean? So the same kind of thing. To to a mamify. little cheaper too. <laughs> you know, she's, she's your cheap cousin that like you know <laughs> a little loose, but you know, whatever. He's yeah, he's fun. So. um, <laughs> you know, going back to those gals, it's, like it's understood, and you know what you're getting yourself into, so it drives me nuts to watch these people like Big Ed. Oh, you know, is she going to be using me just, you know, to get to, you know, America? Well, yeah, duh, just like you're using her because you know that you could never get a girl like that unless it's a situation like that, so, like, stop being a little bitch, and, like, it is what it is. You're there too. It's, it's disgusting, so there's that, but the big thing that makes me just want to vomit to no end with Big Ed is the fact that they show, long story short for people who don't watch it or haven't seen it, he has a daughter and the daughter has an issue of course with him going to the Philippines to go meet this mail order bride that he's trying to get that's younger than her. That's young in, she's younger than her so there's this whole risk. And so when he comes back and he's not with that girl because they didn't work out, um, he has this whole scene where he's patching things up with the daughter. And to be honest with you, as much as I despise him watching it, I was like, I hope this helps him, like, realize, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, when they did the tell-all after they aired all of them it came out that he was going to go back to go see her again. It's like you were willing to, and the, as the daughter was in on, like, the, when he, they talked about it, and she didn't even realize that. And so it's like that's disgusting behavior, and that's why I'm a hater on his cameo money. Because like, dude, people are paying for cameos of you, and you suck. He does, and a lot of his popularity is people making fun of him, which is sad. He makes fun of himself, just like I do. But I don't get paid, like we talked about before, the <laughs> views. the big get does. What What is the hell, dude? Anyways, um, the reason why I bring it up is because I've just been thinking about, like, the 90 Day Fiance stuff and, like, why a lot of that stuff triggered me. And it's so crazy because it wasn't just triggering to me in particular with relationships, but with my butt hurtness with the wrestling world and people who I was close to at one point and it always turns out that like I didn't really know them as well as I thought. And that goes back to like this night before the ninety days ninety day fiance that I watched because they were showing you that journey of they've already been invested with these people. They've already been talking to them. They've been doing Skype or FaceTime or whatever. Like the connection's there, but they just don't live anywhere near each other in different countries. So it's just one of those things where it's like, that was my wrestling career and my friendships with these people. Mm-hmm. And so when I would see these different behaviors play out, not only, like I said, were the triggering guys and dating, but just the friendships that I had. And I think it's so cool. And then maybe that's why... I connected so much with it because I try to watch other ones and I just, I'm not interested. It's just that particular season. Oh, I wish you would have known the previous season. <clears throat> it was really good. And Darcy was on there before we started really, really disliking her not being on her side. There was a really good season. Darn it. Do you want to know, man? There's this, I tried. No, there's a no, previous season, the one before I saw this crazy Latin woman. I think she's Dominican, and her man, baby mama's grandma, is a porn star, and the Dominican girl, she's like, she's nasty, I don't know, no, 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 and, like, she, like, was, like, it was a whole thing, and you just had to see it, you had to see the reaction, because, like... I totally get people making their money in whatever industry they're in, but the way that this porn star handled it was, she was looking for confrontation. She wanted her to react to it, and she she didn't handle things well. So it just, oh man, maybe maybe what we should do is see if we can cover that season because I think you'll really appreciate it. That's just my take. Well. Here's the thing. Hold on a second. Why isn't this not working? I'm having issues with my ding, charging my phone, and it wants to die right now. I'm trying to plug it in. There's death again. There's death again. Freaking haunting me. I try to watch other seasons and things like that. I I just need to record. That's what it is. But I just can't get into it, and then, like, I can kind of get into it, but then I lose interest to where – I was looking forward to B99, you know? Well, the thing is, with the season that you did watch, people didn't get married. Like, they didn't actually. Yeah, because it was before the 90 days. Yeah, and nobody made it past the 90 days. I know. What do you think Usman's doing right this second? <laughs> right this second. Baby girl. And then, <laughs> freaking, Where's where's Lisa at? <laughs> Wasn't that her name? Baby girl, love Lisa. Yeah, and then... Where's she at? And then where's Jeffrey? And then is like, uh-uh, Lisa is trying to be that new me. It's all about me and Michael. Michael. And see, I, I appreciate that, but, like, I don't know. Well, I... Like, to me, like, you know how there's, like, Angela people, and then there's baby girl Lisa? I'm a baby girl Lisa. Oh, no. No, but... You can't I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate Angela and, and Michael. But... I connected with the story, because I'm telling you, it's so weird with the B90, because I'm the type, I, first of all, hello, I'm the one that introduced you to the gypsies that were on there. Oh. I'm the one that introduced you to uh, Married at First Sight, because when I was on the road, you guys, I would be in my room, these shows would be on, and I'd have total insomnia, because I feel like someone was probably going to come kill me. Or my room was haunted. <laughs> I would never want to go to sleep. All the lights would be on. And I would just literally try to find something to watch to where I'd exhaust myself and just fall asleep. So I would find, and then I remember specifically the first time I ever saw the um, Married at First Sight. I like saw one episode and I was like falling asleep. I got so into it, it woke me up, and I just like until I had to almost leave the next day and you know, get my early flight. I watched it, so <laughs> I love those shows. But it's so weird to me that I just it's been a while since I've had that. Like I look forward to watching this new episode, and I try to do it when they moved on with new people, but I just. I don't know. Uh, I don't like the new seasons, but um, something too that you had shown me the way as far as reality TV is White Swap. Oh my gosh. I miss it. I want to watch it. Remember the guy who was angry and he played his harmonica? Whoa. Here's the thing, <laughs> guys. If you ever so watch so Celebrity White Swap, that's fine. and There's good episodes, <laughs> but there is nothing like the <laughs> normal ones. Because I used to. I used to think it was all about the celebrity one. I didn't even know that there was a normal one. And then when I found there was a normal one, because I would click on it thinking it was the celebrity one, I'm like, oh, gosh, whatever. But then there would be times where um, it would just be on in the background when I'd be editing and stuff. I'm like, what, what the hell is going on over here? And so then I started watching. I was like, oh, my God, this is way better than the celebrity one. Because yeah, the celebrity one, it's, still, trust me, I'm a huge fan of it. Do not get me wrong. But a lot of times with the celebrity ones, let's be real, they do live lives that a lot of people don't ever live or will ever live. Mm-hmm. Whereas these normal ones, like you, it's more like relatable and it's these normal people who like, for whatever reason, decided that it would be a good idea. And that's the thing, like harmonica guy. Like, <laughs> Like, how did he get connected with them? (laughs) Or, like, these people who seem, like, really, like, the real, real religious, like, Bible thumper people, how did they think he was? Or the Rasta. Why did they think it was a good idea? Like, because they seem uptight, like, they would never go and submit to be on this show. Like, I wonder, there should be a show about that, (laughs) of the backstories of whether it, they do the casting call, and they're like, hey, if you are a family and you have this occupation, da-da-da, I don't know. Because very few people in the normal ones came off to me, like they were trying to, like, be get some sort of fame off of it. Yeah. And, and usually it was people who were already trying to do that in their life. So that makes sense. Like, yeah. oh, a dad who never was able to, like, whatever he wants to be a rock star and he sucks and he's not even a good one but he thinks oh if i go on select or if i go on wife swap then i'll be seen like there's a couple of those but they're very few and far between and you get the real extreme families because they do that on purpose there's the tornado family don't forget about the horrible pirate family like that (sighs) Arg. Like, they were, just like right. they were really bad pirates. <laughs> it's funny. I think about the Rasta people a lot. Yeah. I'm just thinking about when the non-Rasta mom was in the Rasta house and then she said, don't you think that jaw would want you to provide for your family by going to work? Because <laughs> he was like, jaw will provide money. <laughs> There's so many good episodes. And I am somebody who I don't like to stay up late and one of the times I will stay up late is to watch Wife Swap and have a little party. I've had many parties by myself in our old apartment, staying up, watching episode after episode with Fred, with me, mm-hmm. or you and me on my days off during the day. It's like, okay, like we're done podcasting. Like, do you want to watch, like, pour some wine and watch yeah. Wife Swap real quick? <laughs> I'm trying to think of another really good one. There's just so. There's many. a few really good ones. Um, there. I mean, it's just, there's just there's so, so many. many. I want to watch it. Why is I look for it sometimes? So... I don't know. It's out there. I just don't know because we don't have the DVR anymore. So, but anyways, going back to ninety days before yeah. the ninety days fiance. The reason why I wanted to bring it up again, like I said, was because it's so crazy and I think people should like look at things like that an open mind where they think, Oh, it's just like this silly, whatever. But it's like a lot of times when you're watching reality shows specifically that are kind of like social experiments, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what it is. Just a social experiment. That's how it is. And these people are going to let you watch <clears throat> what happens. So I just feel that there's a lot to be learned there and it shouldn't just always be brushed off into like, Oh, that's just like dumb. Like it's interesting and it opens your eyes to seeing other people's point of view, whether you agree with them or not. And I think that's the important thing when you don't agree with somebody and how they are, but you get to hear their perspective and the way they look at, like look about it. Like a good example is that Yolanda You know, there was a person on there that she was very overweight, very overweight, uh, and then she lost all her weight. She wanted to take care of her health after her husband had passed, and she lost a lot of that weight. Now, she's older, has a lot of kids, and I'm not trying to be a bitch when I say this, but, you know, she still isn't like super super lean or anything. And yet she gets catfished on that before the ninety days. Um, I don't know yeah. why I just got a cream for M M&M. <laughs> M. Plain M and M. even the peanut one? I love the peanut butter. I don't know why I just had a cream for plain M M&M. and M. Anyway, so <laughs> the guy that catfished her was this like he looked like a total like bodybuilder type, right? And she never met him. He just was trying to get money out of her, long story short. Like she was going to go visit him, and he was just, he was giving her the run around. He just wanted her money. So, one of the things that she kept talking about over and over, and you feel bad for her. I felt so bad for her. She seemed so delusional about it. But there was a lot of incidences where she would be, when people would talk about, well, why can't you? She was in Vegas. Why can't you find someone here locally in Vegas? Da, da, da. She's like, well, I need a man with muscles. He has to have muscles. And then it's like side of her came out where it was like muscles, muscles. He has to have muscles. When it's like, you know, it's great you lost all that weight, especially looks aside for your health. Like to lose all that weight for your health is amazing. She lost a lot. But to still be a person when you look at her, you don't really think, muscles at all <clears throat> she seems very picky about she wants the muscles and then when she finally got the muscles it was a fake person so it gives you that perspective of like maybe you feel sorry for a certain person because it seems like they get taken advantage of or whatever whatever so shows like this show you there might be another side that you're not really hearing or seeing because you're not like right there like her kids seem to know that that's how she was because duh they live with her that's, those are her kids but it just really opened my eyes to all that and just made me let go of a lot of the butt hurtness I've gotten through my, in my eyes, it was failed friendships or whatever in wrestling. Well, I feel like it goes down to objectifying and categorizing people. You're not seeing them as a person, you're seeing them as a thing. And she wanted this thing in her life. And I know sometimes with friendships, They're like, okay, yeah, we have these moments. You might interpret them a little more intimately than other people, but they just saw you as, oh, I get to have this time with this person, and this person resembles this. They are popular, or they're this, or they're that, and that's how they look at you, not as the real you. Exactly. So... I don't know. I just wanted to kind of like talk about that a little bit. I mean, I know the two people listening probably care, but if someone <laughs> accidentally stumbled upon Shelley Live and they're listening, they're probably like, this is kind of boring. But no, for real, it's because I don't know, like life is so weird and who knows like what's going to happen to us as human beings. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> I sit here and I just think about not just all the time I've wasted in my life, just kind of Just obsessing over things that just really don't matter at the end. But it's at the same time you gotta kinda go through it to form yourself. But it's not it's about it's not getting lost in it. So my prayer for that Yolanda is that she can let go of he has to have muscles and how about how he has to have a good heart? How about that muscle? That's the only one that really matters in the soul. Well and somebody who appreciates her and respects her. Well, someone with a good heart and soul would do that, yeah. you know. So I don't know, whatever. It, it's just, it was on my heart to share. So there you have it. Well, there you have it. And speaking about being in touch with what really matters, something I just randomly went across my head during this conversation is <clears throat> um, on my phone, I set up a Google voice. If you guys are familiar with that, Google, um, you can have an option to have a texting line. It's like an online texting line. So I set it up for my work and I have it on my phone so I get updates. So I'm constantly getting like people texting, clients texting and asking stuff. So all day long, I still can't escape work and I keep seeing these people texting and I'm thinking about my coworkers who are at work today and they're dealing with all these questions and they're in that environment and I know that environment. And for me, I had that distance from that environment today, and I feel good. I feel like I'm living life. I'm doing things. But I'm be right back out there, you know, tomorrow. And <clears throat> for me, I easily get caught up because it is such a stressful environment, and it's so demanding that when I do come home from that world, it's hard for me to be present here and be totally distant from all that. So today, I was like, oh, work, what? I, I, I didn't even, like, you know, you have a feeling when you go somewhere and, like, <clears throat> when you're at that place, you have a certain feeling that's associated with that place. And today, I didn't have that feeling. I felt free. I felt good. We're doing our thing, doing our wine. And I'm like, oh, no. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. No. I Like, I'm enjoying this now, this disconnect, but... I'm going to go right back to it, and I'm going to be that stressful person. Look, they're, they're still talking, you know, and it's like, oh, life is not easy. It's not. Especially when you're living in your head or if you are just so surrounded by certain environments that, like, really wear on you. Well, that's why it's important, I feel, to have positive outlets. Because when it's something like work that brings that environment to you, what are you going to do? Not work? You have to work. So, you know, it's it, that's why you have days off. And that's why I get on you sometimes about not fully taking your day off. Because like, you freaking need it, dude. I know. I definitely, definitely do. And hopefully things will change and I can be in a place where... I'm not so freaked out about work all the time, man. Yeah. I don't even get paid that much. Oh, you get paid pretty good. Anyways, like most a lot of people out there struggling. Especially. Well, especially during COVID. So I I appreciate it. <laughs> I just joked on my own bit. Well, anyways, I gotta get out of here. I gotta do my smoking session soon. Um, I have some other things I'm gonna talk about. We didn't get to it, but it's okay. We'll be back here next week. Same bat time, same that channel. And until then, I'm Shelley from Cali, she's Danny, California, and she is Minita Lutcher, the podcast dog, and we'll be smelling you later. Adios, dog.